0: This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically strive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Austin June. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this podcast episode. Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Cielo Solis. Uh, She is an online media TV expert and storyteller with uh, 10 years of experience. Uh, She's a former TV journalist and turned into a millionaire. And founder and CEO of Blend TW, a media company which is focusing on producing content fostering human connection, which is really important in today's world. And she is, um, her company reached uh, most popular sites among the Gen, Gen C in America. And with the company, they help to create a safe zone to help people to reconnect with their struggles and open up basically about their experience so they can live an authentic life. And um, also, it's very impressive. Their publication reach over 1 million readers per month. And Cielo has been featured on Mediums, Drive Global, NBC News, and so many other outlets and has an amazing journey. So thank you so much for coming on my podcast show, Cielo. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here.
0: Awesome. So about your whole journey, could you share us a little bit more about your background and what what inspired you to do what you're currently doing?
1: Yeah, um, well, my background is in media. I've worked in media for 10 plus years. Um, I started my career um, in New York City working for NBC as a production assistant. I was always interested in the war- in the world of television, so I always knew that I wanted to work in a production or as a journalist capacity. Um, and yeah, I was working at CNN um, as a producer. I was actually producing the morning television show for CNN America uh, when the idea of W came to my mind. I think uh, I think when I was at CNN, it had been about four to five years that I had already been in the industry. And I think that I was at a point that I was ready for a new challenge. And at the same time, I was a little bit disappointed by the lack of diversity in news coverage. Uh, News is always fast moving and there's always different changes. And I remember pitching a lot of stories that were we'll never make, that would we'll never make it to the newscast and feeling a little bit disappointed. I was like, ah, oh, why is it that we're always foc- focusing on breaking news stories? Right. But that was definitely the focus of CNN. Um, I knew that when I first got the job. So uh, I wanted to do something different. Right. My passion has always been storytelling. And I wanted to be able to create an issue that could bring different voices together. So at the same time that I was working at CNN, I was mentoring every Thursday students at Columbia University, uh, students that were studying journalism at a master level. And we would get in very these, these very deep conversations about just the state of media, about what was going on in the countries. This was 2017, so there was a lot going on in America, Black Lives Movement, the Me Too Movement. Um, and a lot of the students just felt that mainstream media was not really telling their stories, especially at a grassroots level. So just taking those perspectives, um, I think, taking those perspectives into account, that is really where the idea of BlendTW came to life. So it was just a website at the beginning. I gathered a team of about 13 different college students, um, and we really worked in the idea of creating this grassroots journalism project that It would allow to give a voice to college students in different topics, right? Guns in America, mental health, issues that were not easy to talk to. Um, And that is how Blenty W was born. At the beginning, it was just a grassroots project. We were not making pennies. I actually got a donor and he's so nice. Gave me $1,000. He's like, oh, this is a great project. I believe in you guys. I never even thought about making money out of this. I was like, this is great. Um, This is a great project. I was still working at CNN. But then I remember one of her stories about specifically mental health went viral one day. Um, And yeah, and it really brought so much audience and readers to our publication. And then I sort of realized that there was a potential here. There was something that we could do to make this publication bigger. So yeah, I took a leap of faith and I quit my job. It was so drastic. I was like, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to dedicate my time and effort to make this work. And yeah, I quit my job and I dedicated all my efforts. I struggled a lot at the beginning because entrepreneurship is not easy but eventually you know we realized what our audience wanted and we were able to grow this publication mm-hmm. and now it reaches over 1 million readers per month and we have so many different sections um and yeah it's it's been wonderful to be in this right
0: awesome thank you so much it's very impressive you know how sometimes some things just start naturally and then it turns mm-hmm. out something very meaningful and very powerful like how your company evolved and but you know mm-hmm. the success you've been having it's not always been the case you also mentioned before leaving a mediocre life where you were broke where you know things were a bit more yeah. depressing toxic thoughts and everything and you quit your job from tv so you can pursue your dreams and live that you know unlimited life being your own boss you know and yeah. what would you say was for you the triggering moment where you where you. That to yourself, I'm gonna end my sufferings and create my new reality. What was for you this turning point to do that, and what did you do differently to start that life?
1: Um, well, I was like, I said, it's like uh, it probably had to be the fact that I just quit so drastic my job, I didn't think about, oh, where am I gonna pay my bills? Which I honestly, if I give advice to young people this day, says like, think about those things because I did struggle a lot, I think it if someone will look at everything that i did before and they would say ah you should probably would you should probably stay at your job (laughs) until this website works because then how are you going to pay bills but you know it, it worked out for me i i think one of the things that i'm very proud of is that i am really good at creating opportunities for myself and that's exactly what i did in order to pay bills while i was trying to make this work um I think it was just I was working the morning shift, which, if anyone is not familiar in the news world, it means that you you start working at 2 a.m. <laughs> it's really bad, right? And then you finish around like nine or ten o'clock. So I had been doing this for two years, and I just didn't have a life. You know, it was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my physical health. So I was like. I, I can't do this anymore. Like, And I wasn't passionate about the stories that I was telling. Breaking news takes a toll on your mental health, right? Covering bad news every day to me, I was no longer passionate about that. At the beginning of my career, I was. I mean, I got to cover so many great stories, meet people, like one day I'm going to write a book, all the people that I met, presidents of different countries, entrepreneurs, famous people. I was just so 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 blessed that I, I was able to be part of that but I, I think it got to a point that I was like this is not the type of storytelling that I'm passionate about and I need to do do something about it right so when Blaine came to my mind and we started creating the idea and I saw that there was some traction I just decided it's like I have to make a change in my life and that's why I quit my job and it just dedicated my time to this uh website and now it's a multi-million dollar media company
0: yeah that's awesome that you could I mean, like realize that for yourself and then make this happen. Um, you, you mentioned also before that the reason why you quit was because of the lack of diversity and you felt like there was a lot of mainstream mm. and things. So, you know, like one thing I observed also with myself is that sometimes I even avoid actually watching news because of the negative things. You know, it's not... Like affecting oh my the guys. And like I, I know a lot of people, they start their days by watching news and then they start to curse and say, oh, Yeah, there are the gunshots and this and this. I'm like, yeah. you know, I love media, I love the news, and yet I don't like it at all. And it's like also my industry. And you know, what is your perspective on the whole thing, you know, in terms of the negativity and things, and how would you say does bland TW now stand out um with you know the way of storytelling compared to the work that you did previously in the media and the negative things around that. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's completely different what I do right now. Um, I would say, first of all, it's that news are important. It's good to know what's going on in your community. It's good to know what's going on in the world. Like, um, you know, like that is something that I haven't, completely left out right like Mm -hmm. I like to wake up and know what's going on but I think there's a fine line of understanding and giving yourself some space to okay this is happening and you know the world is upside down but at the same time it's like try to create that change right like like Gandhi said one time it's like be the change that you want to see in the world like you can't just get into the mindset it's like oh this world is so messed up like I hate Mm -hmm. it you know why do I live here no like there's of course a lot of bad things happening but there's also great stuff happening and a lot of great people doing great things so to me i try to balance out <laughs> my news every day it's like okay i look at all about stuff all the trending stories and then i like to see what what's going on in the world and the different communities um yeah i think what blend uh when we first started the mission was to be able to bring different voices together um and just give them a space in order for to, for them to tell their stories right from their perspective so it's really more grassroots journalism instead of like third person journalism which is like what mainstream media is is people reporting or journalists reporting on what's going on in the ground so i think that's really re- it was really refreshing for 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 a lot of people um our Demographic—it's mainly Gen Z in college students, um, and college students—and we've become really popular in America with in a specific demographics. But I feel anyone can resonate with one of the stories that we put out there. Um, now we've expanded—we have um, money section, we have a section specifically for mental health, and um, and definitely the public as the publication has. Um, grown our audience has also grown so we try to to cater for for different demographics but I think bottom line we try to be positive we try to uh, put a message out there that is going to inspire someone to do something good for the day right instead of making you feel worse because we live in a planet where there's so many so many bad things going on
0: I love that that you said the harmony of being, you know, doing both because I see a lot they are like affected by this negativity and then some other oh, people yeah. living in this bubble of only, you know, the good stuff. So we need to be aware but also know how to redirect our focus. It's really great. Um with your success mm-hmm. that you've been having, um, you know, like reaching million and everything. So your first milestone was reaching 100k also in your business. What would you say yeah. were your main takeaways and, you know, like Failures as well, Um, you know, like things when you reflect back um, Mm -hmm. as an advice for other people, like starting out to reach their first 100K.
1: Yeah, my number one advice, and I always say this in a lot of different podcast interviews, they always ask me this question. My number one advice for anyone that wants to start a business today is investing knowledge, period. You have to invest in knowledge. It will save you. Years of struggle, it will save you energy, it will save you tears, honestly, and most importantly, it will give you a solid foundation for your business. I wish i would known earlier, because that's not what I did during the first two years of my wanting to be entrepreneur, right? It's like, oh my God, why is this not working? Because you don't know what you're doing. You think you know, right? Sometimes I think entrepreneurs have an ego, they think they know what they're doing, oh, but I'm part of the media, of course, no, I didn't know shit. Sorry, can you curse in this podcast? I don't know. Um, I just didn't know. I had to become a blank page, right? It's like a start from zero and learn everything. I had to become an SEO expert. If anyone doesn't know what SEO is, just basically how you rank content on Google on the first page. You had to become an SEO expert. I had to become an e-commerce expert, right? Um, I didn't have a choice because I wanted a business. I wanted to become an online entrepreneur. So if you're not willing to invest in your education, it doesn't matter how smart you are, uh, how talented, you're never going to make it work. And number two is consistency. you got to be consistent. If there is one thing that I'm so proud of is that even in my darkest times, uh, because I had so many of them, I never gave up. I showed up again. I woke up. Okay, I acknowledged that yesterday I had a terrible day and I was not productive, but I got to keep going, right? Um, You can be very talented, but if you're not consistent with what you say, with what you're doing in your business, then you're never going to be able to see results for yourself. People think that success happens overnight and it doesn't. I created my website in 2017. I didn't make one dime until last year 2020 2021 it happens you know Mm -hmm. and it took me almost five years to make it work and that is exactly for anything out there I feel like a lot of people these days see social media see all these entrepreneurs that are making million dollars it's like oh my god it seems easy or why I'm not that person you know why is it not happening for me why is this person becoming so rich and I'm not getting there well First of all, social media during the time is not real. That person is probably struggling with something else. And if they are rich, if they are very successful, you did not see how many how many hours a person had to work to get there, right? How many years? It's so easy to see. Um, I feel the filters and to see like the pictures, writing social media, the highlights basically, but you don't see the hard work behind that. So don't get caught up on that do the work and focus on yourself don't look right don't look left just look straight and keep going
0: awesome yeah i i think that many people start to compare themselves and they only see the highlights and then it's easy to say mm-hmm. oh, what am i doing wrong i mean that was the case yeah. for me as well seeing people making 5 10k and i was like what the heck are they doing different me just like you know not being <clears throat> But it's also the pre-skill set that people build and experience. No. Um, you mentioned the power of, you know, investing into knowledge. I saw that also on your Instagram. Mm. You're posting a lot on, you know, like invest in your mindset and in your knowledge. But we live in an yeah. information world where we're full actually of information, you know, YouTube podcasts, there's free content everywhere. And I feel most people are overwhelmed by too much information. And yet we all have all access to that and they still struggle. So, what would your advice be for an entrepreneur? you know like where to invest you know did you had like a mentor did you had like programs and things because I've done all both but I would love to hear your take on that like in terms of what specific knowledge or you know which place to actually start
1: yeah absolutely I have a lot to say about this too um first of all it's like think about it um yes you can find a lot of free information online you google how to make your article rank number 1 on google you know or how to build an e-commerce brand there's a lot of free information and that is a good start point you can go read it but i want i want people to understand one thing entrepreneurs that have struggled over 10 plus years to build their empires are never ever going to give you their knowledge for free period you're never going to find an FBA successful e-commerce expert that has built a $2 million brand on Amazon given their information for free. Why? Because it's taking them so many years of sweat, so many years of failure, so much money invested and in basically losing it, losing all that money in order to get to that point. So it's only fair for them to charge you that money. I don't care what you're starting today, whether you want to start a cosmetic business, uh, an e-commerce business, an SEO business. You have to make sure, and this is the way I would do it if I would go back and have to do it over again. Find someone in your field that is an expert, that is someone that you know, because there's so many so-called gurus, right? They make millions, blah, blah, blah. No, stay away from that identify someone that has credibility it's been on press all over the media has uh, it's verified or at least it has millions of followers it's not a bot it actually answers to comments it has a website you know they have clients what their clients are saying find someone that it's an expert on the industry you're trying to break into and get their knowledge is it going to be expensive yes it's going to be expensive but if you have money to buy, I don't know, a very expensive shirt or a very expensive bag, because you know here in America, young people when they want something they go work at McDonald's and they have a BMW. I've seen so many young kids these days with a BMW and they work at McDonald's. I'm not kidding. So if you have money to buy that, you have definitely have money to invest three, four K, maybe one K courses, to start at one K, to invest in your knowledge, um, and that will transform your life because that's what happened to me i was struggling you know i had built this publication we had all this content but we know we're not ranking on google we basically did not have an audience it's like i didn't understand it's like but we're putting all this content you know we've done all these polls i, I think this is what people want but we're still not getting traction you know once you have publication the only ways there's a couple ways you can monetize affiliate marketing ads um and I realized it's like, if we do not monetize this and we're never gonna be able to make it into a business, you know, cause we have to eat, we have to pay bills. And then I basically found someone that changed my life, which is, uh, his name is Mike. He, he's actually an SEO expert. He's known in the industry. He's a guy that sold, I don't know, maybe 10 different websites. And he's so knowledgeable. He used to work at Google. I bought his scores. His scores was not cheap, but it completely changed my life. It did exactly what he told me that I had to do. I got one-on-one coaching with him and that it just changed the game for my whole business. I went from making $0 per month to making like, you know, $20,000 just on ads in one month. You know, like it's incredible. Obviously you have to do the work because what they give you is a footprint. This is what worked for me, right? All the years I've struggled. This is what's working for me. This is what you should do but that doesn't mean you don't have to do the work because a lot of people still buy courses and then they're like, yeah, yeah. At some point I'll complete the course and I'll do it, but they don't do anything about it. You got to buy that course. You got to buy that one-on-one one, one, one coaching session. You got to find a way for that person to, to become part of your life, right? Like to me now, when I do anything for my business, I don't start anything without coaching, without knowledge. Like I, and I know knowledge is expensive. Why it's expensive? Because the return of investment is going to be 10 times more. Like we're about to launch an e-commerce brand for BlentyW. I have been basically working on getting all the knowledge about understanding how FBA Amazon works for almost five months. I bought courses from people, top people in the industry. I've actually become friends with some of them. So I'm comfortable now to go launch my business because if I have any issue, I know I can go get into a one-on-one coaching session with one of my friends who happens to be huge in that space. You know what I mean? Like that's what you have to do.
0: Um, yeah. Wow, I love what you say. It's, it's, you mentioned on so many points and also I think one of the key takeaways is like, instead of focusing on the whole price, focusing on the value that comes back. And I feel so many yeah. people, they, they go for the cheaper option, say avoid investing, no. which I first also did unless I invested my first 10,000 in my mentor that helped me to go actually from ten hundred thousand into debts and got me to making 100,000 a month. And that was the power of mentorship, you know, the implementation. So you also mentioned the power of consistency that we all know, like people know that this is important mm. and yet we all struggle with that or many people do at least. What was, you know, what helped you to stay consistent in your business, even on the days that you didn't feel like it, you know, what helps you to still get out and just like show up and do your things? I think
1: to be honest, when you start something as an entrepreneur, it needs to be ingrained in you. It needs to be whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. There needs to be a higher purpose than just making money because if that is your end purpose majority of the time, I feel you're just going to quit because you're like, I was making money before. Like, what what is the difference with this? Right. To me is when I created Blend, um, like I said, it's like I never intended it to become a company. It was just a grassroots movement. And I saw so many people involved. I saw so many people that had given so many hours to this movement. I've had donors, you know, like people that actually believe what I was creating that I was like, I have to make this work. I have to make this work. Like for me, it's like, which is why I quit my job. Something very drastic that a lot of people would have said like, seriously, just keep your job, girl. Like keep working on this website. Um, yeah, naysayers, hello, I proved them wrong. Uh, but yeah, it's like, to me it was something so much bigger than just making money. I wanted to, and it's still to me, like the way I ambition, what I want to do with Blend, I think we're talking about it. My ultimate goal is to launch the production company because right now, Blend operates. We have the publication, which is doing incredibly well. Um, We're actually hiring writers. So if you're a college student uh, that just graduated and wants to join our team, (laughs) send an email to team at blendtw.com. We're hiring writers for for BlendTW. now we have the marketing agency that we recently launched. <clears throat> the commerce brand is coming next. But my ultimate goal is to have a production company create content that we're so proud of and that is going to <clears throat> transform lives. Um, So yeah, I think that's honestly the reason why I never gave up because I was so, so focused um on making this work and to me it's like it doesn't matter what happens around me um I will make this work you know what I mean um there were so many times that I wanted to give up obviously it happens when you've been working 10 plus hours per day for so long and you're not seeing any income coming or it's it's hard but I kept thinking about the vision I keep thinking what I wanted to build I keep thinking where I could Take this a uh, movement because that's exactly what we created. It was a movement, you know, and it was. I could see that it was changing people's lives. Like I remember getting an email. Uh, this was second year um, of creating Born TW. We had created a mental health um, and suicide prevention series. So we got a random email of a college student telling us that um, he was very thankful to our suicide prevention series series because he, she wanted to commit suicide, and. Now, because she had read all the stories in this specific series, it had changed her life and she no longer wanted to do it. That made me cry because I was like, wow, I didn't know that that is the impact that we were creating, right? That people are actually reading the stories that students are opening up, right, about their own struggles and that it's helping other people. So it's not just, okay, okay sharing stories for sharing but it's sharing actually struggles that people struggle with every day so i think for us that was a turning point um and to me like it was a sign that i have to keep going i have to make this work um but yeah but everyone for everyone is different you know
0: awesome yeah thanks for sharing that and i love what your company does like you foster human connection and you allow people you mm. know, to create the safe zones so people actually open up <clears throat> of struggles um, you know, what would you say is the number one thing that blocks actually the human connection that makes it hard for people, you know, in terms of your experience right now in your company, you probably see that a lot and you're doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. You you help people to actually open up and share. What would you say is the number one thing that, though, that, you know, blocks people from that human connection? I think it's
1: just uh, it would have to be judging someone by its cover. It's so easy to judge someone, um, maybe because you don't agree with them, right? Um, In specific policies, or you didn't have the same bringing your different race, all these different layers, right? That that society puts on people. But um, once you let that go and you open yourself up, you can listen to people. And I think listening, It's underrated because these days people like to talk. Oh my god, they can talk for hours about one topic, but listening, actually sitting there and listening, even though they might not agree with that person, it's really hard for someone. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to judge someone because they don't agree with you. Like let's talk about cancel culture. That's exactly what cancel culture is doing. Girl, I don't know where you're coming from. You're canceled. Yes, sometimes. The things that are said and the people that get canceled, they deserve it. I get it because it's honestly stupid stuff, but majority of the time it's not. Why instead of canceling that person, trying to understand where is this person coming from? Maybe she has a different experience. Like to me, I want to hear someone's perspective. We are all brought in different environments. We all, all have different experiences. And you're probably gonna have a very different point of view and a different way of seeing the world. I am intrigued by that. You know, I might not agree with you, but I have to respect you. And I think a lot of the times these days, and like just in social media, there's that lack, there's lack of respect. It's like, if you don't agree with me, oh, you're canceled, you're, I'm gonna block you from my life. It's so easy to do that. Instead of actually sitting down and having a conversation a genuine conversation, I want to understand your point of view, where are you coming from? And a lot of the times when you sit down and you have a conversation with people that are very different from you, there's so much that you learn from them. It opens a whole new world of possibilities and it gives you a whole new different perspective of life. So I think people need to listen. It will make a difference in your life and it will allow you to I think just be more respectful of people's opinions. And at the same time, it will allow
0: you to stop judging people by it's cover. So important. I love what you say, like respecting other people's perspective. I think it's also where yeah. wisdom is gained actually through the different- <clears throat> and things and I feel you know what you just addressed is that we tend to give very fast our opinions our advices on people Mm. and sometimes people don't need that they just want to be heard and that's what sometimes people need the most so what I've changed also my journey is you know sometimes just like to listen out to be a proactive listener and if I feel like I want to give an advice you know I might suggest and tell them you know is it okay if I suggest you something or it may work for you because what may work for me is very different and for you and this is what the podcast is about to evolve your own science because there is no general rule on how to live and heal and your views different so I feel this is a very great point that you mentioned to be a proactive uh, listener now for everything absolutely Awesome. Yeah. And for everything that you do, like in terms of you I also mentioned the power of the habits that you created, routines, mm. the mindset, and everything. What would you yeah. say, you know, is could you like share with us a routine or a habit that you implemented in your life that, you know, contributed to your results in business, but also in personal life?
1: Yeah. So it honestly has changed. Um Because I I tend to be a person that after a while I get bored of the same routine, so I always have to keep changing, Um, but I think um, what has been, what I've been doing lately is that I wake up and I usually just write down, journaling is so important to me because I didn't realize that um, thoughts have so much so much control of how I feel the whole day like I started really um, dissecting that part of me and understanding why is it that this thought is controlling myself you know sometimes so lately what I've been doing is like I try to wake up and I try to journal I try to just write down three things that I'm very grateful for and that it's like what am I afraid of because um, at what stage of your entrepreneurship journey you are being afraid is a normal human condition. It's a it's a normal human emotion. Um, and we tend to ignore it very often. You know, it's like, I don't want to deal with this. It's so easy just not to deal with emotions because you don't want to deal with it, right? It's painful. Sometimes it's scary. You know, you're afraid you're going to discover that this extends from something else. So to me, I try to really list things that I'm afraid of. It's like, what am I afraid of, right? What am I afraid of to tackle this week? What am I afraid of in my personal life? What am I afraid of in my finances, right? Uh, What is holding me back? And I try to really write them down. And then I personally have a discussion and it's so weird. You can find me talking to myself a lot of the times. I think my mom, right? She, I was in my room doing it and then she opened the door and I was talking to myself. She's like, are you okay? I'm just like, yeah, I'm just having a conversation with myself so that can be weird but I'm three-dimensional so you know everyone's different I generally like to have conversations with myself so every time you know I have a specific or identify a specific fear I have a conversation where is this fear coming from and what can I do to get rid of this or at least not to um to make sure that it doesn't it doesn't hurt my productivity or it doesn't hurt my goals, you know? I think it's very important to to be honest to yourself. Um, So there's two things that I do. I mean, another thing for me working out, if I don't work out, I cannot have a great day. I don't know why, you know, since I was young, thank God, in that sense, um, I've always loved like working out and to me it's a drug, right? It just makes me start, like jumpstart my day I have so much energy and when I don't work out, like I feel so like low, I am so um, unproductive, So I try to work out as much as I can. Uh, I was just talking to you and I want to be real with your audience, I've been sick for three days. So if you you see like, oh, she sounds weird, it's because of that. Um, My voice is a little bit off, but I'm trying my best here. Um, Yeah, so it's been hard because I have not been able to work out either um so yeah so those are three things that I usually do
0: awesome thank you Gif for giving those insights and it's so important you know is the health like to, <clears> to <throat> actually move our body and things and I think a lot of entrepreneurs yeah. neglect that including my past self like you know just making the business more important than the health until the health hits you mm-hmm. and you can do yeah. anything And yeah, we just had also before the podcast, a whole conversation about the whole health thing, how important it is being near to death and then coming back and appreciating even more. What you know, what is it that you do also specifically talking on mental health so you have a harmony Mm -hmm. in your body? Because as an entrepreneur, we're endless busy. There's always something going on. And what what do you do so you can regulate and harmonize your mental well-being during your work days?
1: I think meditation has transformed my life. Um, I think one thing I've been very spoken, um, I struggle with anxiety. Um, It's been an ongoing battle for me for years. Um, I think it really, it's not always the same. Sometimes uh, my anxiety triggers and it's really hard for me to, um, it's really hard for me to be able to manage it. Um, but these days, and it also depends on my mood. It depends on so many different external factors that I cannot control. You know, if it's super busy, stressful season, you probably know it's an entrepreneur, then it obviously you're going to get more stressed out and more anxious. But um, I think meditations has really helped me to control it, has really helped me to um, be able to manage it to a level that, okay, if I am like, anxious and oh my god it's affecting my whole day i can kind of regain my peace just like okay i'm gonna go back to my zone try to meditate try to understand like it's happening i'm getting really anxious but this is gonna go go away because sometimes you have anxiety attacks it happens right um it's happened to me before going on air on television like uh it has happened to me sometimes before meeting with a client um it just randomly shows up because we're human beings right we're not perfect no one's perfect so um meditation or just being able to close my eyes and really direct my focus to my breath into my nose has really really helped me uh cope with um anxiety um
0: yeah yes um anxiety i mean thanks for <clears> that. i think that many people they see anxiety as some sort of illness. And we talk about that this, you know, like in more in a negative sense, but I see anxiety more as a signal, you know, and it's okay. We learn after time to just to deal better with it. And I have anxiety as well. A lot of times where this comes up, and I feel most entrepreneurs actually have that as well. And it's it's like also normal because I guess we go through a huge roller coaster life emotionally as an entrepreneur. So yeah. um, you know, how how do you deal? Better with anxiety, and what would your advice be on, you know, like your perspective for people dealing constantly with anxiety? How do you deal with that?
1: um I think a lot of the times anxiety also stems from stress, right? To me, like, because I was trying to understand where is anxiety stemming from. One of the things we have to realize in trap words is that we're always putting ourselves out there, like to uncomfortable situations. So to us, a lot of the times that's where the anxiety stems. It's like there's no day that I don't put myself in an uncomfortable situation. It's part of being an entrepreneur. It's part of growing. Because if you're not doing that, you're not evolving. You're just kind of like living in your bubble. Um, so to me, I've learned just to be kinder. Because a lot of the times my anxiety would decrease. If it was a five and they would go to a 10 really quickly. It's because I would judge so much. Why am I struggling with anxiety? Why am I not strong enough? Right? I would see it as a sign of being weak. Um, And I had a really, like, it was a really, uh, it took me a long time to accept that I had anxiety. Um, And now I just see that something normal that it happens, you know, like if I'm having a very stressful week, I would get inches a lot of the times, but I tend to just like not make it a big deal. It's like, okay, I'm sorry, with anxiety, um, you know, this is going to go away at some point and it's not going to kill me. It's not going to kill me. You know, I just have to align myself and kind of find a way also to make my day um, simpler and also not trying to put too much stuff on me. Um, When it comes to entrepreneurship, I feel like if you look at your schedule, I'm sure there's a thousand things that you have to tackle every day and that can make you you really inside and and stress. You're like, oh my God, where do I even start? I try to focus these days on one thing that is going into give ROI to my business, right? What is the one thing that I need to tackle today? And everything else comes after that. If I can tackle that one thing that matters and everything else, it's secondary, right? Like put myself like tasks that I have to complete, but they're also achievable. A lot of the times before I used to put myself on achievable goals, mm-hmm. and that would also hurt so much my mental health because I was burning myself to the ground I was anxious and I was stressful so I think I just overall I've learned to be I think more kind to myself I think I'm kind to myself these days and whenever it comes you know I acknowledge it that it's there but I also don't overreact because we tend to react like oh my god I'm getting anxious what am I gonna do Um, and try to control it through meditation and yoga as much as I can um, and try to go back to to my breath all the time, you know, because it has happened. Sometimes it happens five minutes, writing a day, having a wonderful day, and then the anxiety comes. It's like, okay. So just trying to make that practice and then it goes away, you know, um, and giving yourself breaks. I don't know about you, but um, another reason why I realized I was struggling with so much anxiety is because I would never give myself breaks. I was thinking about work since so the moment I wake up, the moment I go to sleep. It was crazy. My poor brain, it was just thinking and thinking and thinking like, oh my God, like my brain was like, Marisiana, please just give me a break. I don't want to think anymore about work, right? So setting boundaries in your life has really changed my life. It's allowed me to focus more also on family, allow me to focus on things that I enjoy besides just being a CEO and running a business, right? I'm also human. I also have needs. Um, you need to have a balance in life. I feel the beginning when you're just trying to make it, it's really hard because you're just trying to make money. You're just trying to find a way to um, to get to the next level, right? Um, but once you have solidified that, then you really need to put your set boundaries, like just hiring people so they can... Like for me, one of the things that I was uh, struggling with is just delegating work. I was so bad at it. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to micromanage everything. It's like, no, what if they don't do it right? Like I've been doing this. Like, no, 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 no. You know, like, and then I remember I was having a conversation with one of my coaches and she told me, you have an issue. You have a control issue. And it's true. (laughs) I have a control issue in my personal life and my business life is you want to control everything. Whatever is not under your control, like you feel insecure and you feel anxious, it's true. It's true. So that's something I'm working on, right? And then it's like you have to learn to delegate. That's what she told me. It's like you have to learn to delegate to other people because you're going to burn out and you're not going to do anything, um, and it's not good for your health. So once I understood that, now right now I've learned to delegate to people. Right? It's like now I turn off my computer. Like I have set time where I'm going to work and do my stuff. So setting boundaries in my life with technology, you know, with answering emails, uh, with spending time, also doing things that nurture my soul beyond my work have really all helped me um, ease my anxiety.
0: Wow, what a powerful insight. Thanks for sharing all of that. So power of delegation, which many people also struggle with that, that is necess- necessary so to a business and everything. You also yeah. mentioned, though, the overwhelm that we put on ourselves, the hard times that we put as an entrepreneur, setting like unachievable goals or, you know, things that is like just too much of that. You know, how like it would be interesting to know, how do you set now differently your goals and when do you know when you can challenge yourself, meaning, you know, setting higher goals, higher expectation, but also not in an unrealistic way. You know, how do you set this, you know, regulation in between of challenging yourself and also making it achievable for you?
1: Um, that is why I, I am part of masterminds, honestly, because I feel when I'm part of masterminds, um, there are people that have done more incredible things that I've done, you know, they built. that they, I have one company, they built <laughs> 10 companies and some of them they're already sold. So I think just putting yourself on rooms and being part of communities, right? They're constantly challenging. That is how I keep myself, um, growing, and evolving like for example a couple of months ago i started contributing on television uh i mean i used to work in media but not on air i was more producer only journalist so it was nerve-wracking to have a segment, you know with uh with um a basically a national television show but i did it you know and i put myself out there like i'm in the process to book another um television appearance um it's obviously a challenge, it's not easy. It's, it's easy to say, yeah, I, I'm gonna appear on television, but your brain is telling you all these things. Can you do it? Can you not do it? Um, so yeah, so I think just being part of Masterminds has completely changed my life because it, it's always pushing me to do new things, um, not only uh, at a professional level, but at a personal level. I think one of, the, one of the things I've realized is that 90% of just being an entrepreneur and your success depends on mindset honestly. And 10% is the actual work that you do. If you're not in the right mindset, you're never going to be able to achieve anything. Why? Because you you lose uh, motivation. You know, like you do one day, you try to do everything. And then the other day, you lost motivation, you quit, nothing gets done. Um, I think it's Arianna Huffington that said this is you little proactive mini steps every day actually have more impact in the long run right than creating like just huge steps one step at a time and then you know forgetting about that like you might you like you might be surprised like those micro steps eventually they all come together and the outcome is incredible right Uh, versus like just taking humongous macro steps and then you don't do anything about it so to me I think that's that's very, very important. Um, yeah. Yeah. And trying to be at the same time, I have to be honest to myself, right? Like, like every day I have a to-do list and then I tend to categorize um, by level. Level one is like, urgent needs to get done. Level two is needs to get done, but if it doesn't, it's not the the world. And then level three, it's like, okay, I'm getting really ambitious. Um, that's, this is like, if I completed, that's amazing. But if I don't, it's okay. It can be done tomorrow, you know? And then obviously within those three categories that I have, I also delegate a lot of stuff that I don't have to do. Like I have my media assistant. So she helps me a lot. She's my right hand. um, And she, um, yeah, she helps me a lot uh, with, with things that I have to do. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think that masterminds overall have helped me a lot. Uh, And when it comes to my health I try to always do workouts that are challenging me if a workout out it's like not hard then I will go and do another workout like I recently joined berries I don't know if you know berries is like very very famous um it's like a boot camp and because I just came back from a three month I've been traveling for three months I was in four different countries so I've been not working out for quite a while. So I went to class last week off. I threw up twice. <laughs> you know, it happened because uh yeah, like I it was everything. You know, I hadn't worked out so long and this is like extreme, like very intense workout. So I knew it was gonna happen. Um uh, but I just kept going and I have to keep doing it. So to me it's like I'm always challenging myself in the personal space and also on the professional and the professional side.
0: Yeah. I love it, you know, the movement and everything. And yeah, it's crazy, you know, our body, we respond quickly when we're not used to something anymore. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear you're, you know, healthy back and back on track as well with fitness, everything. So to yeah this whole amazing interview up. Um, what is a quote or a motto that you live by every single day?
1: Uh, life is... 10% of what happens to you, um, 10% of what happens to you, 90% of how you react to it. Love that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cause it really is right. It's, it's about mindset. Um, when you, sometimes things happen in our lives and you're like, why is this happening? Right? Like, Why when are things gonna get better? Because we all have seasons, right? I see life as seasons. Sometimes we're the spring in our lives, summer of our lives, sometimes we're the winter, which is usually the dark times when you're depressed and you're going through stuff. But I feel that it's all about coming back to to mindset, right? There's so many people out there that has are going through harder things than you are. Because sometimes we take things for granted, the things that we have, right? It's like that you have a Plate of food that you have a home, you have a bed, right? A comfy bed where you, you can go. And just from traveling, I've noticed that sometimes the happiest people that I've found, are people that don't have a lot, you know, they know how to live, and that is truly what matters. You can have all the money in the world, you can have all the connections, all the fame, but if you don't know how to live, that to me, um, it's sad. Because nothing will fill you. So that is the first thing you need to change in your before, you know, money before anything. You have to learn to live. You have to learn to be happy and be grateful for what you have every day. I try to be positive these days. Um, I think I am most of the time. There was a period of, of my life where I wasn't positive, I was very negative, right? Um, because I was caught up in that nine to five job like or well to me it was like more like 2 a.m to like 9 a.m because of when I was working morning trips um, and I was very miserable and I was very negative and you can see when you hate your job and when you hate what you're doing um, or you just at a point where you're just tired of everything it affects every part of your body it affects your mindset you're negative about everything and that's another reason why I, I decided I had to change my life because I was like this is not me Cielo is like extrovert, strong person. She tends to be positive. What happened to this girl, right? So in my mind, just thinking, because I love to have conversations with myself, I'm three dimensional I told you, Um, what happened to her? Like she needs to come back. So to me is that there's so many things that will happen in your life, but it's all how you react to them. Try to make the best out of what you have. It's stop living in the future. Really, stop doing that because doing that will, I think it will just, it will make you lose perspective of the person that you are becoming who you are right now, Mm -hmm. of how beautiful it is. Because sometimes it's like you're already thinking the next step. I want to become this person. You know, this is what I need to do two years from now. But you're not living you're not enjoying the moment you're not seeing the progress a lot of entrepreneurs tell me it's like oh my god I'm so tired I'm so burnout I just want to make money well sometimes your messiness right it's your greatness the best ideas I think uh, that have ever come out like especially especially from me and a lot of colleagues that I know has been in their <laughs> Darkest times. It has not been in the most beautiful and um and perfect um times. So enjoy the it's uncomfortable, and at the moment you might not understand why is this happening, but the person that you're gonna become after it happens, ONG, is going to be a CL2.0. It's gonna be uh, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be a completely different person. You're gonna come out stronger, you're gonna come out wiser and Yeah. So that's really what I have to say to your audience is like, take it one day at a time. If it's not working, try to make it work. Get creative, right? People always tell me these days when it comes to coaching and advising, how do I make money? There is a thousand ways of making money in the internet right now. Okay. Like seriously, when someone tells me I don't have money, you don't have money because you don't want to have money there's fiverr there's all these different things that you can do online to make money once you make money you save some money to launch whatever it is that you want to launch you can do it when there is a purpose there's a way right um
0: I so focus on that. that i love that it's so so powerful so it's like aligning you know the purpose to what we do daily to stay present mm. in the moment as well because i think thinking too far ahead <clears throat> you know in the future can cause anxiety actually and we are not actually present and it's for entrepreneurs important to think you know forward you know being a step further to plan out things which is a necessity to be a great entrepreneur but also know how mm. to be present in the moment setting the boundaries aligning the purpose to business because it affects our mental health and everything that we're just like talking about and i'm um, also that you mentioned like we choose how we experience life so i just actually created a post like that, mm. but that. You know, I think a lot of great people that we saw were shining, smiling, positive. I Every time I see them, I know, wow, they must have gone through a lot of shit. You know, that's the reason why they shine so much. And, you know, yeah. sufferings shapes character in people. And, you know, and then people say, oh, that has been easy for you because you're super positive. You have this advantage. And then I tell myself, no, "No, this is not it. You know, those people who shine the most, they probably have the biggest disadvantage, but they turn it into a big advantage for them because they choose to do so. And yeah, what you just said is like super, super powerful. And I want that all the people who listen to that, like inhale that and choose actually a happy life, you know, like that goes beyond everything, embracing their gifts and potential. And I think that's one of the things that contribute the most to actually mental health to boost that. So thank you so much Absolutely. Um, Stella, to, you know, to share all of these things and taking the time for that. Where can people connect the best um, with you on social media? Where should people like reach out or give you a follow?
1: Yeah. So um, I have a couple things. Obviously, if you guys want to see uh, the publication, it's blendtw.com. I'll spell it because it's B-L-E-N-D-T-W.com like blending like a blender <laughs> tw.com which in tw stands for the world We're blending the world um that's that's where um that's the website that's our main website uh for me um you can find me at maricielos soli so it's dot com. that's my website um i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok at just my name and last name, Maricielo Solis, um, um, and also at J Solis, uh I think on Instagram. So you can find me there. Yeah, I offer, mm-hmm. um, and my website, I offer coaching services for SEO. So everyone's trying to create a new blog. If they're trying to create a lucrative um, business,
0: they can go and find me on my website. Yeah. Awesome. I will just put all the information in the link below at the podcast so people can give you a follow and also reach out to you if they need any help in those areas that you're the expert on. So again, thank you so much for today's talk today. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, hope to see you in another episode. There's definitely a lot to flow on. Thank you so much. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you. Okay beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Austin June, And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.